0: Welcome to In the Cross of Christ I Glory. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. This series is a video presentation of the service of the same name for Good Friday, which I wrote for my former parish, and which was presented between 6 hour, or noon, and 9th hour, 3 p.m., The text is available in print form on pages 77 to 101 in the AIC bookstore publication Occasional Services for Anglican Worship, available using the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the home page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Slides each include an illustration from the AIC's archive of ICONS, stained glass windows, frescoes, mosaics, paintings, watercolors, engravings, and photographs from the artistic tradition of both the Western and Eastern Church. For an enhanced viewing experience, viewers are encouraged to speak the all-saying-together portions and the responses and to pause the video at the intermission slides. After each reading, we will cite the source. And now the first reading. And they bring him to the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted the place of a skull. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the superscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. Mark 15, verses twenty-two, twenty-five, 25, and 26. Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold, and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow, which is done unto me, wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me. Lamentations 1, verse 12. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah 53, verse 6. Thy Holy Spirit, O God, which thou sent forth upon thy holy apostles and thine honorable disciples at the third hour, take not from us. O, good o God, God, renew will will us. us. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And renew a right spirit within us. Cast us not away from thy presence, O God. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. All together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, we beseech thee graciously to behold this thy family, for which our Lord Jesus Christ was contented to be betrayed and given up unto the hands of wicked men and to suffer death upon the cross, who now liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who didst say to thy disciples, Come ye apart unto a desert place and rest awhile." Grant, we beseech thee, to thy servants now gathered together here, so to seek thee, whom our souls desire to love, that we may both find thee and be found of thee, and grant such love and such wisdom to accompany the words which shall be spoken in thy name, that they may not fall to the ground, but may be helpful in leading us onward, through the toils of our pilgrimage, to that perfect rest which remaineth, where they rest not day or night from thy perfect service, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us make our prayers in silence until 1210 p.m. O my God, I believe in Thee, I hope in Thee, I love Thee, and I grieve that so often I have wounded Thee by my sins. The text for this service was derived from several primary sources. The vast majority of it came from In the Cross of Christ I Glory, a booklet produced at Good Friday, 1946 AD, the first Good Friday after World War II, by Bishop William Moody, Bishop of Lexington, Kentucky. He used the seven words from the cross that were printed in the 1940 hymnal. For the opening and closing comments, I relied upon a 1904 AD address by the very Reverend George Moody dean of the Episcopal Theological School at Cambridge, Massachusetts. For other commentary on the words from the cross, I relied upon the homilies of our patron saint, the great John Chrysostom, bishop of Antioch, then of Constantinople, one of the four doctors of both the Eastern and Western churches. Other sources were various collections of prayers and old prayer books in England and the United States, And finally, the early liturgies of the Eastern Church and the writings of the Saints of Asia Minor, especially Gregory of Nyssa. Where the source of Bishop Moody's prayers is clear, I have added a notation on the slides. Where no notation is provided, it must be assumed that these were the work of Bishop Moody himself. In order to save time, none of these notations will be mentioned in the script. Of the seven words spoken from the cross, four are variations on words found in the book of Psalms. One of the greatest early saints of the church was Athanasius of Alexandria, who believed that if one listens carefully, he or she can hear the voice of Christ in the book of Psalms. Dean George Hodges shared that same belief, and at the start of the service for Good Friday, I share with you his words from his own presentation in 1904 A.D. and which I believe cannot be bettered as an introduction to any observance of Good Friday. I will quote him again at the end of the presentation. Let us remember as we meet how he promised to be with us. The Lord, whose suffering and death for our sake we have in devout memory this day, is here beside us. The words which we speak are spoken in his hearing. May he forgive whatever is said in ignorance, whatever is mistaken, and may he bless this service to the deepening of our affection and to the praise of, and glory of his holy name. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, and with us, us. and precious blood, redeemed us. Save us and help us. We humbly beseech thee, O Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility, mercifully grant that we, may follow the example of his patience and be made partakers of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who hast given thine only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also a model example of godly life, give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit, and also endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, we beseech thee, absolve thy people from their offenses, that through thy bountiful goodness we may all be delivered from the bands of those sins which by our frailty we have committed. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our blessed Lord and Savior. Amen. Let us make our prayers in silence until 1230 p.m. Oh my God, I believe in Thee, I hope in Thee, I love Thee, and I grieve that so often Thee by my sins. The first word spoken from the cross is Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. From the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 23, verse 34. These words were said by our merciful Lord Jesus Christ in prayer for his tormentors. Christ, though suffering upon the cross and treated like a criminal, but who had a real criminal on each side of him, is telling us in these simple words that neither the Jews who accused him nor the Roman soldiers who abused him or those who actually nailed him to the cross knew what they were doing. I explore the theological virtue of forgiveness in the AIC video series, The Twelve Days of Christmas, on the second day of Christmas, December 26th, the Feast of St. Stephen the Proto-Martyr. A link to the episode is available on the Digital Library page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. St. Paul clarifies this for us in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 7 and 8. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The Lord be with you. And And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Savior of the world, who by thy cross and precious blood redeemed us, Save us and help us. We humbly beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, who has taught us that all our doings without love are nothing worth, send thy Holy Spirit and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of love, the very bond of peace and of all virtues, without which whosoever liveth is counted dead before thee. Grant this for thine only Son, Jesus Christ's sake. O God of love, who hast given a new commandment through thine only begotten Son, that we should love one another even as thou didst love us, the unworthy and the wandering, and gavest thy beloved Son for our life and salvation, we pray thee, Lord, give to us, thy servants, in all time of our life on earth a mind forgetful of past ill will, a pure conscience and sincere thought, and a heart to love our brethren, for the sake of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord and only Savior. Amen. O blessed Jesus, who didst excuse and forgive those who nailed thee to the cross, grant that we may follow thy holy example in bearing all injuries and unkindnesses, and may learn to love and bless our persecutors, to excuse those who ignorantly wrong us, and to pray for all those who despitefully use us, that so learning the lessons of Thy Passion, we may be made partakers of the glory of Thy Resurrection, who livest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, who has shown us Thy true way of blessedness in the life and teaching of Thy Son and in his suffering and death doth teach us that the path of love may lead to the cross, and that the reward of faithfulness may be a crown of thorns. Give us grace to learn these hard lessons, and to take up our cross and follow Christ in the strength of patience and in the constancy of faith, and may we have such fellowship with him in his sorrow, that we may know the secret of his strength and peace." And even in our darkest hour of trial and strength and anguish, see the shining of the eternal light through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us make our prayers in silence until 1250 p.m. O my God, I believe in Thee, I hope in Thee, I love Thee, and I grieve that so often I have wounded Thee by my sins. The second word spoken from the cross is, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. From Luke 23, verse 43. These words were said just before the sixth hour or twelve noon on that terrible day. They signify that it was not a man of earthly, righteous habits that was the first to be forgiven by Christ from the cross, but the criminal, the robber, who hung on Jesus' right. The man's name remains unknown. Even in the ancient traditions of the Eastern Church, his name has not been recorded. Yet Jesus offered this unknown, unnamed man forgiveness. Therefore, it was this man, a repentant sinner, who first received the unmerited grace of God and who was offered a share of the, rest, unquote, which God had promised since Abraham in the Old Testament. This unnamed man's words have echoed down the ages in the ancient prayer of the penitent still used today by our Eastern Church brethren. O Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. The Lord be with you. And And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Savior of the world, who by thy cross and precious blood redeemed us, Save us and help us. We humbly beseech thee, O Lord. O holy Jesus, who of thine infinite goodness didst accept the conversion of a sinner on the cross, open thine eyes of mercy upon each of us when we, in our last hour, turn to thee for pardon and forgiveness. Renew in us whatsoever hath been decayed by the fraud and malice of the devil, or by our own carnal will and frailness. Consider our contribution. Accept our repentance, and forasmuch as we put our full trust only in thy mercy, impute not unto us our former sins, but strengthen us with thy blessed spirit, and when thou art pleased to take us hence, take us into thy favor. This we beg through thy merits, O Lord our Savior, and our Redeemer. Amen. Lord Jesus, who did stretch out thine arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that all men might come within reach of thy saving embrace, clothe us in thy spirit, that we, stretching forth our hands in loving labor for others, may bring those who know thee not into the knowledge and love of thee who with the Father and the Holy Ghost livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, in whom do live the spirits of those who depart hence in the Lord, and with whom the souls of the faithful, after they are delivered from the burden of the flesh, are in joy and felicity, We give thee hearty thanks for the good examples of all those thy servants who, having finished their course in faith, do now rest from their labors. And we beseech thee that we, with all those who are departed in the true faith of thy holy name, may have our perfect consummation and bliss, both in body and soul, in thy eternal and everlasting glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us make our prayers in silence until one ten p.m. O my God, I I believe in in thee, I hope in I love Thee, and I grieve that so often I have wounded Thee by my sins. The third word spoken from the cross is actually two phrases, both from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 19, verses 26 and 27. Woman, behold thy son, and son, behold thy mother. These words from the Gospel of St. John tell us of Jesus' instruction to the beloved disciple to take care of his earthly mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary, after his death. We know that John did indeed take Mary away from Jerusalem after Christ's ascension. He took her to the city of Ephesus where she lived in a small house, the remains of which still exist. It was this site of Mary's house in emphasis that Pope Benedict XVI visited in November of 2006 A.D. These words are, spoken from the mouth of Jesus himself, a ratification of the importance of Mary. In the early church, Mary's status was affirmed by the granting of the title in Greek, Theotokos, or in English, Mother of God, at the Third Ecumenical Council, which met at Ephesus in 431 A.D. It is worth noting that these words also provide support for the church doctrine that Mary is ever virgin, a name applied in the Eastern Orthodox and Roman Catholic traditions. This assumption can be made because Jewish law provided that family members were responsible for the safekeeping and well-being of wives. If Mary had actually had other children, it would have been their responsibility to take care of her. Jesus' instructions to John bear evidence that Jesus was her only son. The name Ever-Virgin was accepted by the Church of England in May 2005 A.D. as a tradition which Anglicans may believe, but are not required to believe. The Lord be with you. Pray, O Savior of the world, who by thy cross and precious blood redeemed us, save us and help us, we humbly beseech thee, O Lord. O blessed Jesus, who hadst compassion on thy mother in her bereavement, and didst appoint for her a new home with thy beloved disciple, we beseech thee to bless us in all the duties of our home life, to sanctify all our friendships and to grant us thy consolation in all our sorrows and bereavements, that by faith in thee we may rejoice in the communion of thy saints and may learn to look for the glories of our eternal home with thee, who livest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, who hast knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of thy Son, Christ our Lord, grant us grace so to follow thy blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those unspeakable joys which thou hast prepared for those who unfeignedly love thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. O thou who art the life of all that lives, the strength of the weak, and the hope of those that be cast down, inform our minds with thy truth we beseech thee, and our hearts with righteousness. Strengthen our wills to choose the good and to refuse the evil. Help us to bear each other's burdens, to forgive one another's faults, and to forbear every defect of judgment and temper in those with whom we live and who daily help us. Grant this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O eternal God, who alone maketh men to be of one mind in an house, help us faithfully to fulfill our duties as members of our several households, Put far from us all unkind thoughts, anger, and evil speaking. Give us tender hearts full of affection and sympathy toward all. Grant us grace to feel the sorrows and trials of others as our own and to bear patiently with their imperfections. Preserve us from selfishness and grant that day by day, walking in love, we may grow up into the likeness of thy blessed Son, and be found ready to meet Him and to enter with Him into that place which He has gone to prepare for us for His sake, who liveth and reigneth with Thee and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O gracious Father, we humbly beseech Thee. For thy holy Catholic Church, that thou wouldest be pleased to fill it with all truth in all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, establish it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is decided, reunite it. For the sake of him who died and rose again and ever liveth to make intercessions for us, Jesus Christ, Thy Son, our Lord. I am. Let us make our prayers in silence until one thirty five PM. Oh, my God, I, I, believe, in I believe in thee, I hope in thee, I love thee. The fourth word is, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? From Matthew 27, verse 46, also quoted in Mark 15, verse 34. They do not mean that Jesus was forsaken by his Father. The words are a reference only to his human condition and not his divine origin. There is a basis in the Psalms for this type of prayer. Psalm 22, verse 2 says, O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest me not. The real subject of these words from the cross is man's alienation from God, his creator and father. This is shown in our prayer, which follows this brief homily. In the prayer, we ask God to be with us in our, quote, spiritual depression, unquote. This means our understanding that in the crucifixion and death on the cross, the divine presence has been taken away from mankind. The Lord be with you. And And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Savior of the world, who by thy cross and precious blood redeemed us, save us and help us, we humbly beseech thee, O Lord. O blessed Jesus, who did suffer the darkness of the cross for our sake, crying with a loud voice to the Eternal Father, be with us, we beseech thee, in all our spiritual depression. And when we feel, for a time, that the comfort of thy divine presence has been removed from us, teach us to cry to him who will hear us, and give us patience to watch until the day breaks and the shadows flee away. This we ask, ever looking for the brightness of thine appearing, who livest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we finally lose not the things which are eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O eternal and unchangeable God, in whom alone we find rest for our weariness and comfort for our sorrow, and from whom cometh all true joy. Keep our hearts, we beseech thee, ever fixed on thee through life and death, waiting patiently for that glorious day when we shall rejoice in the fullness of thy love forevermore. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord God, in whom we live and move and have our being, open our eyes that we may behold thy fatherly presence ever about us. Draw our hearts to thee with the power of thy love. Teach us not to be anxious or fearful, and when we have done that thou hast given us to do, help us, O blessed Father, to leave the issue to thy wisdom. Take from us all doubts and mistrust. Lift our thoughts up to thee in heaven, and make us to know that all things are possible to us through the merits and mediation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed Father, who hast taught us that through thy Son, Jesus Christ, that thou wilt never leave us nor forsake us, help us never to doubt thy presence with us in all trials and temptations of this life. Though the storm beat hard and the path be rough, may we feel thy nearness and the helping touch of thy hand. In sorrow and suffering and in joy and pleasure, be ever close to us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us make our prayers in silence until one fifty-five p.m.